Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Brewers get uh, three out of four against the Pirates. A quick two-game series with the uh, Detroit Tigers coming up beginning this evening. Uh, the Bucks they fall in the opener to the Miami Heat in the semis, and uh, we uh, have got a lot to talk about. Packers training camp continues on. We'll get into that discussion coming up after the bottom of the hour. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. They are the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Talking some more uh, Brewers baseball right now, though. Bringing in Adam McCalvey of Brewers.com and MLB.com. And, uh, Adam, let's uh, let's start out with a trade first and foremost. So, uh, you know, give me your thoughts as uh, you know. And I was reading your piece because I can't really name the players as of yet. But once uh, you started to put it together, uh, David Phelps, a pretty good bullpen arm, but was it uh, the right thing, thing or the smart thing to do? Well, look, it's, it's trying to maximize the asset, I think. That's the uh, phrase we use a lot with David Stearns and with GMs today. And uh, David Stearns said that early on in this trade season, once GMs finally started talking trades, remember, first they were really focused on just keeping everybody healthy and on the field and COVID protocol and all that kind of stuff. But once they got into trade talks, David Phelps was the name that over and over and over uh, he heard from other GMs. Um, it was one of several names, but some of those others were some of their controllable young pitchers that they were not motivated to move, but Phelps on one year and an option, they were open to the idea of trying to get something for the farm system because they felt like they could fill in around David Phelps. And, you know, look, what they got, was it the right move? We're not going to know for four years, five years, it's. It's one of those trades like the, you know, the, the one that a lot of people brought up yesterday, and it's accurate. It's the Adam Lynn trade where they got three teenage pitchers. Who the heck knows if that was a good trade or not for years afterwards? And it turns out that one of those pitchers was Freddie Peralta. So that's a deal they would make again in a heartbeat. If they can get one you know, good big league arm out of this trade, I think they would feel good about it for a guy who was um, you know, a brewer for a month. So yeah. it's it's a little it, the logic's a little tough to get your head around because you know they're a game out of a playoff spot. Everything they talk about is is trying to make the playoffs this year, going for it. Phelps was they could have had him for next year if they wanted at four and a half million. 
So it's a little hard to get your head around the logic of subtracting from a team, but uh, it was all about just the interest and, and feeling like you had a, something valuable there um, for the big picture. And, and then again, it's a, it's a, a, a vote of confidence in, in some of the other guys, including Devin Williams, who was awesome again last night. Uh, yes, uh, he was. I, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, the one thing that was discussed was the fact that they did not get a bat. And yeah. there were some thoughts that they would and try to bolster that, that offense in some way, shape, or form. And it looks like David Stearns tried and tried and tried, just couldn't pull off a, couldn't pull off a deal. Yeah, and there's not many examples of David Stearns talking about a deal that wasn't made. So I think that it shows you... A, that he really thought it was going to happen, that he was going to get a bat. He said up to 255, which is five minutes before yesterday's deadline, he thought they were going to make a trade for a bat. Um, it also shows you, I think, that there's some sensitivity to the notion that they were you know, sellers or that they were punting on this season. And I think it was his way to kind of push back on that and say, look, I was you know, trying to, to, to add something to an offense that has been the clear weakness of this team so it was a rare example of him talking about a move that was in the works but that he didn't make and you know everyone wants to know who the bat was I would love to know who the bat was I think it's more complicated than that I think it's more like there were a couple of bats that they were in on and had talks and um you know we'd have to you'd have to kind of go through the list and see which guys you think fit the brewers but the hard part is any bat would have fit with the Brewers' need. I mean, Brian Goodwin went to the Reds late. There's a guy who would who would easily fit with the Brewers. You know, they, they're down some outfielders right now with Garcia banged up with the ankle and Ryan Braun still dealing with this back, uh, which is just, it's chronic, it's ongoing. Uh, there's days he's not going to play like yesterday. Great spot for him late in the game. He just couldn't, couldn't play yesterday. So um, an outfielder would have helped, but you could also find plenty of spots for an infielder on this team, especially with the DH to move Keston Hira into. So it's, it's, it's hard to know which bat or bats they really prioritized, uh, but I think the bottom line is they recognize that the offense just has to be better. And the bottom line now that they didn't make a move is that um, it, it's just on these players to get to their career norms, to find a way to create the energy, whatever the reason is that they're not there. Um, more than one of them needs to, you know, climb to get there, or they're going to have a really hard time to make the postseason. Are you seeing, offensively speaking, are you seeing signs that they're coming out of this? There's a, a different level of the possibility of consistency there. Well, you know, you you see it sort of all over the place if you're looking for it, and I think you know, for Andy Haynes and Craig Council, they're looking for things to be optimistic about that these players with track records and a history and some, some, again, though, the numbers on the back of their baseball card, uh, that they, the, you know, reasons to believe that they're getting there. And, and I think Eric Sogard's a good example. Yes. He, you know, the home run, the walk off Homer is the, the clearest example of, of a sign maybe that he's coming out of it. But I think if you just look at even his outs, there's a lot louder outs and, I mean, Brewers fans are used to seeing Eric Sogard really struggle because he ended his last tenure re- playing just really poorly. Um, he is, this season, he's, he's hitting really poorly. At least early he was getting on base. Now he's not been getting on base. But, you know, when he, when he swings the bat, he, he's a dangerous player. I mean, he doesn't, 
maybe because he looks like, you know, he's got the glasses, he's got the Clark Kent look going on. People don't think this guy can be a dangerous hitter, but you just look at the, the numbers last year, the performance, um, and, and he's a dangerous hitter. So I think he's one example of a guy that could make a huge difference in this offense if he could start getting some hits. Because Jerko's been hitting the lefties, which is good. If Sogard can start hitting the righties a little bit, all of a sudden they've got something going at third base. And I think that's just one example around the diamond where there are signs lately, the line drives, just the solid contact, and more contact is a sign that they would point to as um, you know getting, getting out of it. But again, how many games left now? 27, is it? Um, it's just it's hard for things to normalize when the whole season is so condensed. And, um, you know, is there just going to be enough time for Yelich, for Sogard, for Hira, uh, all, all over the roster? I mean, you can name the whole team to get their numbers back close to where they want them to be. Talking with Adam McCalvey of Brewers.com and MLB.com. Um, Adam, this was exactly what they wanted. They wanted to extract a little bit of revenge after getting swept by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, as much as I want to jump on the, hey, maybe they've put the train back on the track bandwagon, we've seen this, where they'll go into a series and just completely lay the egg and then come out of it. Is this? Are we just looking at a team that's just going to battle for 500 and then get through this season and hopefully they make the postseason? And if they don't, it's... It's okay, it's a little bit of a retool, or as you said, this team is trying to, quote, go for it. Cincinnati's trying to, quote, go for it. The Cubs are trying to go for it. So are the so are the Cardinals. So where are the Brewers in this and the fact that it's just been such an up-and-down, inconsistent season? Well, you know, one thing, the, Car- the Cardinals didn't make a move. They kind of stuck with what they had. Um, but, you know, I, your point is well taken, that step one for the Brewers needs to be get over 500. They have not been over 500 yet this year. And early on, they were there, and then they couldn't win that game to put them over. I think they were 0 for 7 in games that could have put them over 500. So, look, I mean, it's possible for teams to make the postseason this year under 500. Probably going to happen with all the clubs that are, uh, you know, in 16 of 30 teams in. uh, And the Dodgers making things lopsided by winning every game they play. Um, and the Padres apparently trying to do that. So it's possible to get in with a, with a sub-500 record. I don't think anyone wants to do that. And I think step one for the Brewers, it's got to be get over 500. So, you know, Detroit a couple, they're actually playing pretty well. Um, then Cleveland, they won't have to get Mike Clevenger because the Indians traded Mike Clevenger. Um, and then I think Detroit again on the backside of that. So, you, you know, the schedule is a, a point where it's, you know, maybe some teams that the Brewers can beat, although Cleveland's no pushover. But still, it's, it's you, you look to spot, they, they just need to get over 500. I mean, the bottom line is they're looking for a little roll and they have not had it yet. Uh, and I think, you know, the, 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 the way to start is to get yourself a winning record and then see what happens from there. Always good to chat. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk again next week, okay? All right. See you, Bill. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. There you go. That is, uh, that's our good friend, Adam McCalvey, joining us for a couple of minutes and uh, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That is 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.